Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another edition of the 4th and 3 podcast. Yeah. Joined with me, as always, is one of my co-hosts. To my right, I have Andrelfio. Here, ready, excited. And Jared is back, but he just got back, so he's working late tonight. So, cut him some slack. Uh, that being said... Uh, the fantasy football championships just ended, uh, unless you're right. one of those weirdos that plays the last uh, do, week. Do it. And if you are, you're going to quickly realize why that's a bad idea, because we got a lot of players a lot. sitting out, a yeah. lot of them, because uh, a lot of teams are guaranteed the playoffs and locked up their spots, and there's no reason to start their starters, um, unless for some reason you're Dan Campbell and you're going to start the Detroit Lions starters anyways. He can still get a two seed. Yeah. No, he can't. He's locked in the third, I'm pretty sure. Mm, I don't think so because I think that the difference is if the Eagles jump then, I think the Lions jump us. So if somehow the the Cowboys lose to uh, the Commanders, and then the Eagles also lose, then they can jump up because we're all eleven and five. So if the Eagles and Dallas both lose, Lions take the two. Okay, well I guess that makes a little bit more sense. Um, I thought I saw something where they were locked on the three regardless, but either way, point is. Um, I hope you won your fantasy championship if you were in the championship. If not, that is a bummer. You, uh, you can sympathize with AJ because he also lost in a championship game. I won one, though. Um, I On wasn't the board. There. I wasn't there. So, uh, Anyway, we got a very exciting pod for you. Uh, not going to be so much fantasy focused. What we're going to talk about is a couple pieces of news that happened, and then uh, we're going to recap how our teams did this year because yep. the Vikings obviously... Did not live up to my expectations. Are you guys like officially eliminated? No. No. We have a 3% chance. Woo. So, Same so there. you're saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. Exactly. <laughs> we'll recap our teams. Then we're going to talk about, um, what are we going to talk about? Uh, Pro Bowl rosters. Yep. Pro Bowl rosters. Some teams we're afraid of going into the playoffs who are just generally hot in December, now going into January. Um, I think that's... I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Uh, and then we'll talk about, of course, the weekly picks because we do have one more week of regular season football. Um, it's probably the worst week of regular season football, but at least, uh, hey, it's better than nothing. You know, when it, when it's February and March, we're going to be, you know, killing for games yeah. like this. So uh, so let's be in, that being said, let's just jump right into it. I yep. would say the biggest piece of news was that uh, Dalvin Cook did uh, get released from the Jets uh, mutually. So he is going to join a uh, playoff team, which it was announced uh, two hours ago that he is signing with the Baltimore Ravens, the AFC number one seed. Honestly, my favorite spot for him to go because I'm excited that he's going to wear purple, even though it's not the Vikings. Um, I think that they legitimately can use him because they don't have Mitchell. Um, Gus Edwards is fine, but he's at least going to get some real time, whereas there's no way in New York he was going to beat out Brees Hall. Um, especially in the second half of the season, which Brees has been awesome, by the way. He, yeah. uh, the, that injury didn't really affect him at all. Um, maybe, he may be a little slow at the start of the season, but really came into form. Brees is awesome. If you're a Jets fan, there's at least a couple things you're excited about. Especially in a fantasy perspective, if you're playing at a PPR, I think Brees Hall, those last couple of games, like 9, 10, 11 targets, like that's what you want to see. I mean, just from like a football perspective, you need that. You need a guy who can do a little bit of both. Yeah, Brees Hall is, uh, is going to be the man. Yes, absolutely. Um, probably a first-round pick next year again. So something to note. We'll talk about that later, though, in the offseason. Um, let's talk about some news, some other news. So Ooh. Dalvin, of course, with the Ravens. I got a big one if, if you're thinking. Uh, I was. What do you got? The Brad Allen thing. Uh, the, what's the, that? The ref. Oh, the, I totally missed this. The Lions-Cowboys game? Yeah. Well, what happened, though? Okay. Oh, he can't. Yeah, they're not going to. They can't uh, ref a playoff game, right? Nope. Yeah, so they can't do anything about it. But the the thing is that's crazy. You know Goodell can technically 
like override a, like a game. Uh, so, I guess that makes sense. I didn't ha- know like that, he but that does the make power sense. to do so. Um, but in that game, yeah, the Lions, uh, they're going for the two point conversion to, to win the game, to beat Dallas and again, put them into the two seed. Very, very big. What happens is the ref, Brad Allen, just looks at Taylor Decker, who says, I'm reporting as eligible, looks away, waits till after the play is completed to then throw a flag and says, yeah, you never told me. It was really late, too. Yeah. It was like a solid 20, 30 seconds after the play was done. And if you hate the Dallas Cowboys like everyone else does in the world and are kind of somewhat rooting for the Lions, that's just like a neutral party because they've been bad for so long. Like, how can you do that? It's it's so obvious, and they, they show it. They have everything on camera, and even after the fact, you can't come out and say, yeah, I did hear it, and he just blatantly denies it. Unbelievable. The refs this year, and again, I, like you say it's most years, but the refs this year I think have been the worst we've ever experienced. And you know what's crazy? Do you know the NFL is the only league in the U.S. that does not have full-time referees? I did not know that. We are. It's the richest league. Pay these guys a ton of money to do nothing but study in the offseason season have like a practice program going like if I have to take professional development classes to make sure I'm good at my job you should do yours like these are like huge betting decisions on the line that completely screwed people because the refs can't do their job like this is up there with uh the Rams Saints game that uh yeah the pass interference yeah like like you have to see this game yeah so I think I think something's going to come out of this at some point but horrendous job by the by the NFL horrendous by the refs just get your stuff together. That's it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was totally BS. Um, you know, you gotta. I, I don't know. I, I think it's also dumb on Dan Campbell for afterwards not going for the extra point. Because um, you know, you you did your play. You you succeeded on it, and it's just like, are you really gonna fool them again or whatever? Are you really gonna get it again? They, I I think they probably should have kicked the extra point and tied. Um, but regardless, yeah, I do think they got screwed by the refs. I think a lot of teams have been screwed by the refs this year. Um, Vikings included in one of the games, or at least at least one, maybe two. Well, honestly, it could be you could say I'm sure every team has a lot of games where they are kind of screwed yeah. by the refs. But this one was egregious, and this one had huge implications. And that's that's just where it's frustrating, especially especially um, number one, they have footage of Jared Goff telling Decker to go report. Yep, it's literally it's and it's not like some of those side footages. It's up close and clear, you yeah. know. And then I don't know. It's it's Dan, just one of those things where it's like you know Dan Campbell told them before the game that was going to happen. No, I didn't. He, know he that. specifically told the refs pregame, like the night before. He's like, "Hey, we have a, a trick play where where Deck is going to come in and report." But because he was standing next to another lineman, he said, "I got confused and I thought he was the the eligible one." See, that's a ref problem. Like that's and it's, it's it's also uh, frustrating because, like, you know, we put in these implications or, uh, I mean, these protocols a couple years ago uh, where, you know, you contact New York, the, the, the New York Ref Association or whatever the, the NFL has over there, and they even kind of get the last judgment call, you know, and I don't know. The Lions got totally screwed, um, and it's also frustrating because now, now that they lost, they're going to play playing extra hard against the Vikings this weekend. And uh, it's just not something you want to see. It's just it's just a bummer. It's it's just stupid, and it's just frustrating. You don't you don't want to see games be ruined this way. Like I want to see the game end because two great plays happened or something happened. Like make that the thing. Don't make it everyone's going to be upset. Like whether or not you're going to get clicks and stuff out of that. Who cares? Just let the people play. It's frustrating. Frustrating to no end. Um, also, we got a lot of players sitting out this week. I think. It's funny. This is the most notable to me. <laughs> Joe Flacco's not playing this week. Really? They're gonna start Driscoll. That's what I wanted to. I was trying to rack my brain. There's one more piece of news. How about old man 
Joe Flacco. He earned himself a, a pre-bye week. Look at that, dude. He's 38 years old. I'm killing it. Off the couch. Did you see that clip of him falling asleep? No. On the sidelines? Uh-uh. It is so funny. Who did they just play? Um, ba 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 And they just, like, crushed him, I yeah. think. Yeah. The Jets. Yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, it was either this, this last Sunday or the Sunday before, but there's video of um, uh, Joe Flacco on the bench, like, in the fourth quarter, like, Kind of like nodding off like a three-year-old oh, would. Head, it head is tip back. so funny. No, it's tipping forward and he like keeps catching himself. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Then I've seen the head back one. Oh God, is that funny? And actually, um, one more thing about Flacco that I thought was really funny. So, uh, so his kids are a little bit more grown now. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like when he ended with the Jets, like he would go home and his kids would be like, "Dad, you suck." So he had to, for the very first time, like last year, pull up his own highlights to show his kids he didn't suck. <laughs> Legitimately, this is an interview with Joe Flacco. Um, and then after that, he was like, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. So to come back this year and be like, yeah, dad still got it. That's got to feel so good. Not only as a football player, but just as a father to be like, yeah, no, I'm still good. Oh, that's got to be huge. Shut you know? up, guys. Exactly. Yeah, you, you just, just put him in his place. You proving know? a point. And at the end of the day, I 100% believe Joe Flacco should win comeback player of, of the year. Without a doubt. Um... I, came back I have to, to give, life, I have to give a little sucked. bit more thought to that because I don't got to think about some of the other players that made comebacks. Because like Brees could, Brees Hall could be a Bre- Brees would come back. Demar is still the the odds on favorite. He is. He has played two plays and got penalized on both of them. Mm-hmm. That's not a comeback. Like yes, he came back to life. Didn't come back in the NFL and do anything. I mean, hey, dude, I I, I totally feel it. I, I agree. Respect him, I don't necessarily think he should win it either, just because. I mean, you have to play, but also the circumstances. I don't know. It's one of those things I also don't really want to touch on because you never know. Yeah. Um, a couple other things. So Nick Mullins is going to start this weekend for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Carson Wentz is starting. Lamar ja- Carson Wentz is starting. Yep. Lamar Jackson's sitting out. Uh, so Tyler Huntley's going to get the go. Uh, Xavier Howard is not going to play this weekend, or at least he's not expected to play this weekend. Probably no Raheem Mostert as well. Um, he's just hurt. Yep. Uh, who is it? JJ McCarthy. Yeah. The college quarterback. Yeah. Crushed the other day, two days ago, three days ago. Um. So we got the NFC or we got the championship going. The college championship. Who do the Rams at. play? Who do the what? Who do the Rams play? Uh, I was talking college, but uh, oh, I know the Rams play. Uh, I don't remember because it's Carson Wentz against like another backup that I just thought was funny. Let's look that up. Humorous. Dead air. Dead. To dance. To dance. Okay, I got it right here. So, uh, the Rams have the to Niners, play the yes, Niners. It's, it's yeah. Nick Mullins and... Nope, not Car- Nick Mullins. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. This game, like, four years ago would have been like, all right, we're seeing the future. Yeah, four years now ago. Now we're like, all right, these guys suck. Let's just let them duke it out. <laughs> uh, that's some fun stuff. Old so cool. there's going to be a couple of good games. Most of the games are going to be kind of crappy this weekend. We'll touch on the weeks uh, towards the end of this podcast here. Um, but as far as news, that's kind of the biggest thing, or those are the biggest subjects. So, again, if you for some reason are in a fantasy championship because you're in a loser league, um, Think twice about who you're starting because uh, a lot of players are not playing. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I didn't, I also, didn't... Jonathan Gannon, I don't know if you saw this, but committed to Kyler Murray. Next year? Yes. Damn, good for him. He Car- specifically said, I am a Kyler guy now, which I actually thought was kind of an insult. Yeah, that he is now? Now you yeah. are. Yeah, but well, you weren't prior. I, I think their full plan was to, to move on, especially if they were as low as they were supposed to be. But I think now that they're in like semi more decent spot, they're like, yeah, we can ride this out. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, let's do some recap and stuff. Speaking of Nick Mullins, let's talk some Vikings. So, 
Um, I believe that I projected the Vikings to have 11 wins or at least be a 10-plus win team. Well, they're currently 7-9, and um, I can't guarantee that they're going to get the eighth win this weekend. That's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. We're playing the Lions, who've got a lot to play for. At Detroit? Um, mm, yeah, because yes. you guys said you're yeah, white yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yeah. So at Detroit, so it's going to be tough. My guess, my realistic guess, is that they're going to start the starters in the first half and rest them in the second half. Because I'm going to, I'm just going to guess that the Vikings are going to be down at halftime. Sure. Now they're starting Nick Mullins though, so anything could happen. Uh, he might have an awesome game. He might throw four interceptions. Everything is possible. The latter is more yeah, likely. Everything's possible. Um, so it's it's definitely frustrating. We had a lot of close games this year. I think we were two and six in one score games. Um. Which is basically the exact opposite of what happened last yep. year. Um, so, in, in, on one hand, you know we're not the Jets; where it was struggle bus the whole year. Um, on the other hand, you're still losers, right? You're still seven and nine. Now, there's a three percent chance that they might make the playoffs. Need a lot of things to go right. They've got to beat the Lions, and then they need the Packers to lose, and I Rams think they need the Seahawks to lose, and the Rams. I think the Rams are in no matter what. You are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's why they're starting Carson Wentz. You're yep. right. Um, so. Interesting to see there. Um, so I expected 10-plus wins, preferably 11. Um, I was expecting the defense to be kind of middle tier, which um, I guess if you look at it collectively, they were. Uh, but I can tell you from the first four weeks, they were garbage. I think they were, like, ranked 30th. Then from le- weeks, like, 5 through 13, they were actually top five. Yeah. They were awesome. And then the last three weeks, they've just been garbage again. Um, so collectively, they're middle of the pack, um, but not necessarily consistently in the middle. Yeah. Now, I think the biggest thing, obviously, is Kirk going down with the Achilles injury. Uh, that hurt the team quite a bit, um, especially down the stretch when you need to get some wins, which is why it was frustrating some of those early one-score games didn't fall our way because, you know, if we had beat the Bucks week one in that one-score game mm-hmm. and we beat the Chargers week one, one-score game, well, now we're 9-7 and seven and we're probably in the playoffs. Right. You know, so that's that's two – not even probably. We are in the playoffs at that point. So that's that's two huge things that happened right there. Obviously, J.J. losing J.J. for seven weeks out of the season was huge as well. Um, but Jordan Addison was awesome. He stepped Beast. up. I yeah. mean, he's got like nine touchdowns right now. He d- he had he did great. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, he was kind of shaky in the beginning of the year. You know, he had a lot of yeah. drops, but he didn't, he, he didn't practice much either, though. Yeah, because he had the the whole the contract thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he ended up finishing pretty all right. I'm okay with paying him what we did, but like we just can't have it next year where he's dropping passes. And uh, the other, I would say the second biggest injury was actually Marcus Davenport, who kind of swindled the Vikings. I mean, he had a lot of injury issues the last two years. We gave, we paid him a lot of money, and he's played three games for us. One of the games he played four snaps. But for the two games he actually played, he was actually very impactful. Yeah. I mean, it was a totally different player, and uh, you know that, that hurt them quite a bit. So what I'm kind of looking forward towards this offseason is I want to give J.J. at least a five-year extension – um, if it was up to me, I'd probably give him a seven-year extension. And uh, honestly, give him whatever he wants. Give him whatever he wants. That's what you need. I would like to re-sign Kirk for a two-year deal, hopefully around 70-ish million, because I don't think he'll take less than 35 a year. Um, backload it or guarantee it, whatever. He's fine for it. 
because obviously without Kirk, we're, we're our defense is bottom tier. I hate to say, but you know, um, even with even with the pass or not, even with Mullins, it's it's so bad. It's just frustrating. You can't do that with those type of turnovers. You just can't. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna bring Daniil back because I think Daniil he's like third and sna- third in sacks right now. Something like that. He's not. He's going to get a huge contract, and the Vikings just can't pay for it. Niners, Niners will sign, sign him somehow. I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, exactly. But it's endless pool of money. Dude, the Niners will sign him for like a hundred million guaranteed, and like his cap is going to be like a two million. Yeah, it's going to be some baloney. Um, so resign Kirk for two years, give JJ whatever he wants, preferably longer than shorter. Um, I just want to lock him up, and then um, lastly, I think that. We really do need to draft another quarterback. Get someone in the books, but not start him. You know, put yeah. sit him like 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 the Packers have done with Jordan Love, right? Sit him, let him let him work to it, like the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, let him learn the game. Kirk and JJ got their thing. They love each other. They're fun. They are. They've been dominant for a reason. Um, yeah. So that so that's kind of what I'm thinking. Resign Kirk. Resign JJ. Let Hunter walk. Unfortunately, even though you know Hunter's my boy. Yep. Uh, and then let's get another quarterback in. And also, right now the Vikings lose. We might be the 10th pick. And I'm going to say if we're the 10th pick, I think we should go D-end. Yeah. If not, if we're like middle of the pack, go quarterback. That's fair. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a good quarterback year. So you're going to get Drake May. Uh, you might get someone hot in the second or third round. Like a Bo Nix? You never know. I think Bo Nix could fall there. I mean, there's a ton. Of, I mean, how many quarterbacks are drafted in the first round and don't actually pan out? Quite a few recently. More than not. Yeah. You know? Bryce Young. Actually, so a little random fact. And honestly, do you have more you want to go off of? No, I'm good. So I have a little weird little thing. So you remember last year we talked about when Lovey Smith got fired? Yes. For winning the last game in overtime. How crazy impactful was that, that they did not have the number one pick, which then put him in two. So instead of, you know, the Bryce Young saga, they get C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Blessing in disguise, right? Lovey Smith literally tried to screw him. Help save their franchise. Hilarious. But good for him. CJ Stroud. It just goes to show you, tanking is not necessarily the answer. No. It's not. As much as everyone wants to tank. And honestly, I I firmly believe the team, the people that really want to tank, tank, like actually tank a season, they're not real football fans. No. Nobody wants to see your team lose. I know no NFL player wants to tank. And anybody thinks that watching your team lose for a whole season is going to all of a sudden turn your entire team around. You're not a real football fan because that's not how football works. Yeah. There is a reason why the Jets have been perennial losers. Right. There is a reason the Panthers have been perennial losers. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the Jags have been perennial losers. Yeah. And even looking at um, – I'm going to take Mahomes this year, for example. I understand they still locked up their division. But look what happens. I mean, you might have a, a Ferrari in the garage, but if you're not driving on any roads, it's not going to last that long. Which Love is, it. What we have with Patrick Mahomes, he's absolutely amazing. Even that last game, MVS drops a fourth and two pass, clearly hits his hands. If you don't have anybody to catch, regardless, and I'm not saying they're they're poor athletes by any means, but you don't have a Chase, you don't have a Justin Jefferson, you don't even have an AJ Brown. You have you know Rashi Rice, who's actually you know kind of been a baller, but Travis Kelsey taking a huge step back. If you don't have pieces around them, yes, it still might look amazing in the garage, but when you get out there on game day. It's not going to look as good as you think it is just because Patrick Mahomes is a magician. Right. 
Like, and that's what everyone thinks like the case will be. Look at Bryce Young. I don't think Bryce Young's a bad quarterback, but he's surrounded by absolute garbage. Well, look at Aaron Rodgers his last couple years in Green Bay. He's had Devontae Adams, and then you know the, his next star is is a running back. Yeah. You know, and it's like you have a passing a pass happy quarterback. Arguably one of the best we've ever seen. Arguably the best we've ever seen. Yeah. Um. And, and you don't give him the wide receivers, and, and then you kind of underperform a little bit. Um. Because imagine if if uh, Aaron Rodgers had Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison, or AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Crazy. You know, it, he would have lit teams up. Yeah. More than he already did. It's frustrating. But what can you do? Talk right. about your Eagles. You're 11 and five. Gonna you guys going to win this weekend? No. So honestly, not winning this weekend. This is kind of, and, and we've talked about this because I saw this coming. I really did. Honestly, I talked to a lot of people because everyone thought the Eagles were the dream team, which has happened before the Namdi Asamoah year. And when that happens, the Eagles just aren't good. And yes, our our player personnel on paper was good. We have two new coordinators. We have a you know a pretty similar team. But it's a brand new scheme. It's new everything, new situational awareness, you know, type of, of situations that we have absolutely failed on this year. So, yes, we are 11 and 5. I have zero hope in this team in the playoffs. Like, absolutely none. When it, you got a point? Well, I, I don't know if you should have zero hope. I, I, I in the playoffs, anything can happen. Oh, 100%. But I, like, I feel more down about this specific team than I did Nick Foles going in the playoffs. Like, Dead serious. And it like it starts from the top down. You have A.J. Brown, who everyone's calling a diva right now because he's not talking to the media. He has problems with coaching. And it's not Nick Sirianni, it's, but he also came out it's like it's not Brian Johnson. It's just like a fundamental issue with our team and our organization that when we came into this season, and again, we go 10-1, and one, we're supposed to be that – we're supposed to be him. We're supposed to be that team, be that good. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. It just, it just doesn't happen that way for us. So even going to the gauntlet, I was like, it's going to happen at some point here. And our defense is atrocious. Bradbury and Slay have both been kind of a letdown. Slay's just kind of look like a selfish ass, if I'm being honest. Because each week he goes on, he's like, hey, I played good. My stats were good. You guys just let up 35 points to the Cardinals. He didn't play last week, but just for the example, we have issues. Our defense is horrible. Our line, which is supposed to be our strength, is not doing a thing. Hassan Reddick dropped into coverage more last week than he did rush the ball. Yeah, see, that's wrong. What are you doing? Like, he... Almost led the league in sacks last year. Use him in the appropriate way. And they were like, well, we changed from Sean Desai, who's literal trash, to Matt Patricia, who's older trash. And they're like, well, we expect this huge change. No, you're having them completely change their system, and they weren't good to begin with. So I think when it comes to this offseason, I think maybe we beat the Bucks or the Saints, whoever it is, and then we get trounced in the divisional round. I, like, I just think that's going to happen. I'd love to be proven wrong. I wasn't throughout the regular season. I kind of saw this coming, not a loss. I thought we were going to lose to the Saints, losing the Cardinals. That's on us. It's just horrible. So, number one, James Bradbury. Post-June 1st cut, still going to take a hit. Get rid of Bradbury. It was a horrible signing. I thought it was good last year. He's fell apart. Slay, also old. We also just gave him an extension. We need to get younger, not on the lines that we've always focused on. Breed out, actually get some depth pieces that can do something. Because we have Avante Maddox, who's a monster but can't stay healthy. We have issues all over our defense. We have no linebackers, and we're like, yeah, we'll be okay because our offense is going to score a bunch of points. The last little thing, I'm going to keep talking about the Cardinals game because I think it encompasses our entire season. Brian Johnson decides to call on first down a quarterback draw. We get a holding penalty. Actually, no, we, we rushed. Holding penalty goes back. Then we run a quarterback draw. We get four yards. Instead of, like, we have to pick up 16 more yards, we're going to do a quarterback draw, same exact play, to the left side now. We lose four yards. So now it's third and 20. 
And instead of doing anything else, let's throw like a behind the line of scrimmage screen pass to Kenneth Gainwell. Why? It's it's the situational piece and like you can trust your players all you want. I just don't think we're a well-coached team. I have questions about Sirianni now. I think Brian Johnson's a horrible coach. Sean Desai is awful. Like we just have to gut this team and it sucks still being 11 and 5. I shouldn't be this mad about our team. Even expectations of what I thought we were going to be is frustrating. And yes, we have, you know, the playoffs are here, but some of these games that are just so easily attainable. What are you doing? We're up 21 to 6. That should be an easy win. And we're a, a throw first team when we're not at our core. We're a, we're a run first team. We're one of the most successful teams on first down when we're running the ball. So I just think part of this has to, like, I hate to say this again because we're 11 and 5, but we need to break this down partially to studs. And, like, we can have the best team. If they're not coached correctly, who cares? That's really what it comes down to. And I think that's why our record is 11 and 5 because we have the players. We just don't have the scheme, the coaching, the totality of what we should be. And that's why we're not 13 and 4 like I thought we were going to be. We're missing on these little games because of, again, poor execution and poor coaching. I'm not going to say it's specifically one or the other, but it's a combination of both. We need to cut some of our, you know, our old players. We have to get younger in that capacity. We need to get linebackers. Shaq Leonard, who I was hoping we signed, is still trash, and I see why they let him go. And honestly, Brian Johnson should never coach again in the NFL. He should be a high school football coach that maybe talks to Jalen on the weekends. That's I'm, brutal. Yeah. Like I said, I like I Who knew, is Brian Johnson? I don't even know what he does for you guys. He's our offensive coordinator, and honestly, he's done nothing but just hurt our team. Is he is Nick Sirianni an offensive or a defensive coach? Offensive. So isn't it more Nick Sirianni than Brian Johnson? It is, but Nick Sirianni doesn't call plays. Which is also interesting. Weird. It's like what do you do? So all my hatred towards Nick Sirianni is actually misplaced. Yes, it should be Brian Johnson. Because he's frustrating. Yeah. And and Brian Johnson was actually on the cover of like uh what was it, NCAA like 2014 or something. So he knows the game, and he actually grew up with with Jalen Hurts. Like he was always kind of his coach. That's where I think we have to cut that out. Like literally get him a coordinator that's not his buddy. Jalen's going to thrive under the the actual criticism of it. Yell at him. Yell at this dude, please. If I have to hear one more press conference where I say, hey, it's another learning opportunity, I'm over it. It's not a learning opportunity. You just sucked. Don't try to say we're going to learn from this because you haven't over the past five weeks. Obviously, I'm frustrated, and it's hard to be with a team already clinched in the playoffs, but we should be the one seed, if not the two seed. But I knew the fact that we were this highly rated, we were going to mess it up somehow, and sometimes it really sucks to be right. Well, I'll say this. I, I would cool. kill for the Vikings to be in the Eagles situation, and uh, you're in the playoffs, and anything can happen, right? You guys won Very the Super true. Bowl with Nick Foles. So, true, true. You know, it, it's... I feel it, especially with the slide you guys have been on for the last month. Um, Lost four to five. It's a whole new. It's a whole new league though. Once the playoffs start, so just get through this weekend. And uh, I think the biggest thing for the Eagles is get through this weekend without getting an injury. Yeah, and because you guys had enough of those. Yeah, and that like that's the other thing. It's like, do we start our starters? Like, is there a slight chance that we can get the you know the NFC East? There is, but we need Dallas to lose. And then we still have to, to beat the Giants. And we barely squeaked by him last time. Let me ask you a question. So um, who would you want the Eagles to end up playing? Who do you guys want in the playoffs? Not the Bucks. Not the Bucks. Well, right now right now it, you're going to pl- play maybe the Bucks. Bucks. maybe we're the We're going to play the NFC South. Potentially. We'll play the four seed. Potentially Green Bay. We're the five seats. So we'll play four. Can't you win and potentially get higher, though? 
Yeah, but only if Dallas loses. And you would be the two seed. Yeah. Which would then potentially be the Vikings, Packers, or Seattle. Yeah. So let's let's say you guys do that. Seattle. Out of those three teams. Seattle. Really? Yeah. Seattle? Yeah. Okay. Because we just lost to them against Drew Locke, so I want to go back and prove a point. We also haven't beat them in the last eight games. I was going to pick the Packers. I wouldn't be like too terrified of the Packers, but I want I want Seattle just for like the recency bias, but also like if you look at a couple years ago, I think it was 2018 when Carson Wentz was playing him in the divisional round, and Jadavion Clowney knocked his head so hard into the ground he got a concussion, and Josh yep. McCown yep, had yep, to yep, play yep, yep. I want I want them. Like I specifically want us to play them. So if we lose, I can go. Now I'm done. But like if we it. win, get my uh, my little revenge. There we go. All right, let's move on to some Pro Bowl rosters because we're getting a little long here. We are at minute 29. Uh, so uh, I'll talk about the AFC. I'm going to ask AJ any of these players. I'll start with offense, then move to defense, see who he thinks was snubbed and who he would replace who with. Uh, so with quarterbacks, well, we'll just start with the whole offense, go through it. Uh, QB, we got Tua at one, Lamar at two, which I thought was a surprise. You're going through AFC. Yeah, I'm asking you AFC. You're supposed to. Yeah, that's fine. I thought, oh, you're right, you're right. So I did have the wrong one up. No, I got it right here, I got it right here. Got it right here. View all, view NFC. Dead air. Dead air, dead air. At least Ben's going to get that joke. Yeah. Okay, so the NFC, right? So starting at the quarterbacks, we have uh, Brock Purdy, right? I think we all kind of saw that coming. Yep. Dak Prescott as the two. Matthew Stafford squeaked in at the three. Running backs, we got CMC, we got DeAndre Swift and Kyron Williams. Fullback, Kyle Jusick. Um, he's basically perennial there. Uh, wide receivers, we got CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, and Puka. Puka. Tight end, we got George Kittle, Sam Laporta, your guy. Um, tackle, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Panay Suell. Guards, Zach, Mar- Zach Martin, Chris Lindstrom, Landon Dickerson. Center, we have your boy Jason. And then we got Frank Ragnow off the, off the Lions. Beast. So, of these offensive players, who do you think got snubbed and who would you th- take out for him? Um, I think my biggest ones would probably be DJ Moore, which I would, okay. put, which I would put over Puka. And actually a player I would put over DJ Moore as well. And Puka, I'm on Ross St. Brown. How is he not on here? My guess is just because he missed some games, but I agree. He had an awesome season. Like, like he definitely still balled out. And, like, if you're going to have Sam Laporta on here, and, yes, they do run the ball a lot, and I get why Puka's on here because, again, as a rookie, as, like, a fifth-round rookie nonetheless, absolute beast. And that's why I hate that it comes down to, like, people just, like, randomly voting. But I think CD and AJ are a lock, and then it comes down to DJ Moore and Amon Ra. I would put both of them over Puka. Um... I don't know if I would. Puka's had an awesome season. I think he's in top five receiving yards. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Uh, Puka's been pretty awesome. Um, what about quarterback? What about your J- Jalen? You want yeah, Jaylen I think here? I think Jalen deserves it over Matt Stafford. Like, I get the Rams are, are going to make the playoffs, but I think a lot more of why they're winning games is not because of Stafford. It's because of Kyron Williams. So that's where I have some discrepancy. But, again, I don't think Jalen's playing – tippy top like i thought he was gonna and it's absolutely fell apart of these past couple games and it's just recency bias like people look at that and like you guys have lost four to five rams are on a streak mm-hmm. so i'm not like mad about it but should jalen be in there yeah he set the record for most quarterback or most touchdowns by a quarterback in eagles history sure 15 of those are rushing but can't penalize a guy for scoring um if i had to make any difference i, I the only difference i think is i think uh the vikings tackle christian darisaw here yeah um 
But it's, it is what it is. It's hard over Trent Williams. Trent Williams is amazing. Well, we got Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, and, and Panay. All three of those are fucking... Oops. That's fine. We can, uh, we can, swear. We can swear now. We got explicit stuff on here. I suppose. All three of those guys are awesome. So it's it's really hard to pick. But Also crazy because uh, isn't Panay so well a right tackle? Yeah. So they, these Lane, are just tackles. Lane Johnson's not specifically left Lane right. Johnson's a right tackle. Trent Williams is the only left tackle on there, yes, which is. I think is. I mean, that I guess that's one thing. I mean, Trent Williams is still awesome, right? These are all great players. Oh yeah. Um, I just think that Darisaw has been pretty awesome, and uh, he was like the highest graded uh, tackle on PFF through like week twelve. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was very good. Did he? Um, did he miss a game or two? Which doesn't matter, but I think he missed a game. Yeah, he. I think he got knocked out of a game. Yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on here for defense, we got Nick Bosa. Uh, Montez Sweat and Aiden Hutchinson for the DNs. The interior linemen, we got Aaron Donald, Dexter Lawrence, and Javon Hargrave. Uh, outside linebackers, we got Micah Parson, Daniil Hunter, my boy, Hassan Reddick. Inside, we got Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner, which I don't know about Bobby. Um, and then cornerbacks, we got Deron Bland, obviously. Charvarius Ward, this one is, I think, deserving, but also blew my mind that he made it uh jalen johnson devin witherspoon look at that yeah he's a beast uh and then we got jesse bates for the free sa- or for uh yeah free safety yeah, and then we got three strong safeties i'm sorry two strong safeties buda baker and julian love yeah buda baker did not do much honestly. no in That's... fact did you see antoine winfield's dad today uh-uh. antoine winfield the Ooh, vikings yeah, guy. yeah 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 oh dude he went off you should look at this comment later. I mean, expletives. He's like, "This is baloney." He's like, "There's no way Buda Baker gets this with no stats over my son." And Antoine Winfield Jr.'s in a contract year. Yeah, dude, Antoine Winfield Sr., the the former Viking, was livid today. It's all over Twitter. You should don't totally check that out. Um, I think that one was baloney. Yeah, I would agree with that. I also think Nick Bosa is in there just because of his name. Did not have a good year. Did not have the year we expected. Like it was, I wouldn't say like subpar, but like subpar for him for sure. Especially after getting a huge deal, mm-hmm. you gotta play better than that. Montez Sweat, I mean, dude, you know he has the he's the first ever player to lead their team in sacks on two different teams in the same year. I did not know that. That's yeah, yeah. I remember when he got traded to the Bears. My brother Alex was he's a big Bears fan. wasn't mad, but he was he like wanted. Uh, I think he wanted Chase or somebody else. He just because Montez is like 27, 28, a yep. little bit older, right? He wanted a younger guy, but gosh, I was just disappointed in the sense that I knew Sweat was gonna be a menace in the NFC North. And yeah, this is just further proof. He's been awesome this year. Yes, and I think they got him for what a second, maybe, what? maybe Chase Young was a second. They might have got him for a later pick. Yeah. Either way, uh, something the Vikings fans or Packers fans or Lions fans for for that don't want to see. Um, other than that, I didn't just mess this. No, yeah, we're good. Nope. Um, cornerbacks, you cool with Deron Bland, Ward, Johnson, and Witherspoon? I am, actually. Yeah, I think that's that's a good group. I'll say Tariq Woolen absolutely fell off a cliff, and then Devin Witherspoon just picked up all the slack. Yeah, he definitely did. Dude, dude's been a baller. Uh, special teamers, we've got Andrew DePaula, Brian Anger, Anger, Anger uh, Brandon Aubrey, Rashid Shahid. Yeah, he's a beast. And then uh, Jalen Reeves-Maben. I don't Lions. even know. I don't know what that is either. But it's from know. the Lions, so obviously doing well. Brandon Aubrey is an absolute beast of a kicker. As far as special teamers, I I assume you don't have anyone here that you d- 
you know, want to change out. No, I'll say it does suck. They don't do two kickers because I think Jake Elliott had an absolutely amazing season. I but, agree. But Brandon Aubrey has not missed a kick. He had two 59-plus kicks back-to-back against the Eagles, which sucks, but that's not an easy thing to do. Jake Elliott has been an absolute beast, but that's hard to compete with. So I get it. You only have one. What can you do? Yeah. All right, let's move on. NFC me. All right, well, AFC I'm going to AFC you. All right, quarterbacks, we're going to run through the offense a little bit here. We got Tua, Tua, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes is number three. Tua is going to be the starter there. You have Raheem Mostert, James Cook, and Derrick Henry as running backs. Alec Ingold, their fullback. You're going to notice a, a little theme of, of Dolphins here. Tyreek Hill, starter, Amari Cooper, beast, Keenan Allen, fortunately injured, and then Jamar Chase is the four. Interesting tight ends. Travis Kelsey, of course. David Njoku squeezing in there as number two. Their tackles, Laramie Tunsil, Deion Dawkins, Teron Armstead. Again, multiple Dolphins. Well, Tunsil used to be. Guard, Quentin Nelson, obviously Joe Thune and Joel Batonio. Centers, Creed Humphrey and Tyler Lindebaum. Then, yeah, we'll stick with the offense for now. Um, so of those, like, offensive pieces, specifically in, like, the, the skill group, any of those that you think are less deserving? Um, I think the biggest one for me was uh Jamar Chase. Really? Well, you know, he's had a couple big games, but he's had a couple games where he hasn't done much, and then uh he missed a lot of time. Uh, so it's 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 a little hard to really, I guess, to really. Um, he had that one huge game, which I think people one still pull huge to. Game exactly one really huge game, and if you look at collectively, he was not. I expected more from him as a fantasy owner. Oh, 100%. I don't necessarily know who I would put in front of him. Um, AFC, I mean, Diggs has been pretty bad the last few weeks, but he was consistently better than Jamar Chase. Um, Amari Cooper has been going off lately, and he still consistently had a decent year. Um, who else is in the AFC? How did Devontae Adams do? Uh, Devontae pretty good. I'll say he didn't have his typical year, but he had Aiden O'Connell throwing to him. True, true. So that kind of hurts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought the Chase one was a little surprising to me because um, he missed time and also, you know, wasn't consistent. And JJ didn't make it because he missed time. Yep. It wasn't consistent, but they put Chase in. So I, think I don't know. That's the only one where I was like, mm, there might be a better choice. What are your thoughts on Derrick Henry right here? I don't think Henry should have been on there. I, I, I don't think he should either. I would I would rather have Brees Hall here. Brees Hall, absolutely. I think uh, uh, Jacksonville's part of the AFC, right? Yep. Travis Etienne. Etienne should have been on there. I'd rather, He's have, been I'd rather awesome. have Achan over Derrick Henry. Yeah. Okay. I was a little surprised to see Mostert not Achan, but also you know Mostert says twenty touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, you can't take that away. And also, really quick, who doesn't play in the championship, dude? You announced it like an hour beforehand. Raheem Mostert. Let me know like a week in advance so I can try to make some moves. You screwed me, guy. Even low-key Pacheco was really awesome this year. Yeah, I'll say what. Yeah, he had a couple games out, but I mean, still, Pacheco had a good season. Pacheco just, yeah, yeah, he missed three games, but I mean, he put he had what six, seven touchdowns with missing three games. I don't know. I guess that's not that great, but in general, there were so many injuries this year that there's really not a lot of big dominant players. You know, it was basically Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, and everybody else. And even the quarterbacks are like the three quarterbacks left in the AFC that aren't backups. Right, exactly. I think there, I think there was only six total from who started to who's playing now that were actually starters for their team in camp. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes being the QB3, I think that, yeah, I guess he's kind of had a down year, but that's more of a product of his team, I think. You know, I think we both can agree Mahomes is still the number one quarterback in the league. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Tua, I think... He has Tyreek. Yeah, he's more of a product has, of having Tyreke. an awesome, really fast team. Because um, it's not necessarily like he was making some heroic passes, you know? No. Again, most of those awesome touchdowns are slants, you know, or yeah. screens. Um, so so it's something to talk about. But the only real one was uh, the Jamar Chase. It was the Jamar Chase one. I think that's fair. I think David Njoku, well-deserved. Mark Andrews not being there is a huge help. Um, as far as the line, I think it's perfect, honestly. So we're going to skip past that a little bit. Well, tell us who it is. Oh, I did. Honestly, it's uh, Laramie Tunzel, who's amazing. Yep. Tron Armstead, amazing. Deion Dawkins, amazing. Quentin Nelson. Yeah, he did say all that. Like, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then Creed Humphrey is a very, very good. And then you have Tyler Linnebaum, too. So they, they have a good line in the AFC. Uh, looking at the defense, defensive ends, Miles Garrett, no surprise. Max Crosby, amazing this year on a horrible defense. And then Trey Hendrickson, yo boy. Yo boy. He's awesome. Looking at interior linemen, Chris Jones, of course, is going to be on this list. Quinn and Williams, well-deserved. Big man, big happy. And then Nick, your boy, Justin Madubueke. Madubueke. He's awesome. I, I told you guys about him like four or five did. weeks ago. I was you like, did. dude, this guy's awesome. On the He's list. He's been killing it. Yep, on, um, the, on the list. Yeah, he is awesome. I think that they have him listed as interior linemen. Yeah. I think he's technically a linebacker. That's what I thought, too. So it's confusing. I don't know. Honestly, I mean, dude, they make those linemen and uh, linebackers interchangeable now. Because Daniil Hunter got in as being an outside linebacker. Yeah. But he's clearly a D-end. Right. You I know? Mean, same thing Same thing with Hassan Reddick, but I also complained about that earlier. Um, linebackers, TJ Watt, of course, is going to be on here. Khalil Mack, he had that one, like, six-sack game, which I think is, like, a lot of pull for not doing that much. And then the only Josh Allen on this list. Plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, he's been awesome too. He has. Yeah, he's that's, been awesome. You gotta have if you're that Josh Allen, you gotta feel a little good that you're the only one that's gonna be playing the pro, in the Pro Bowl. Nobody cares, but you got it over the other one. Exactly. So he's the number one Josh Allen now. Within, I guess I'm glad the Josh Allen you and I are thinking of the quarterback didn't make it in because he really didn't have that great of a year. No. I mean, fantasy wise, awesome. But those are from those rushing touchdowns. Yep. Which like I mean, that's good for fantasy, but his, that's in real life not that great. His are cooler than Jalen's because Jalen's are all a yard out. Josh's are usually like five, six, seven yards, which is still impressive. Not so much this year. They did a lot of tush-push too, actually. They did a little bit. I'll give you that one. One thing I thought was very interesting on, on this piece, the inside middle linebackers are Roquan Smith and the other Baltimore Raven, yes, Patrick Queen. Yes, because they're awesome. I mean, I didn't know Patrick Queen was going to make it. But uh, Roquan Smith is awesome. He's been very dominant. He's kind of transcended that team, um, really taking over that leadership role. And Patrick Queen, I think, was um, – I mean, he's had flashes of being amazing. I mean, he's had a couple of huge games yep. and then pretty consistent. Well, now you're learning um, from Roquan, though. Exactly. nice. Yeah, no, I, 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 I guess overall I agree with those. Um, I'm trying to think of a linebacker I'd maybe put in for Queen. But it's hard, it's hard tough. to – it, especially with the Ravens, I mean, they're complete on every level of the ball right now. Yeah. I, I think they're going to win it all, personally. Um, we're going to go through cornerbacks, and we'll go, you know, safeties here. Cornerbacks, Pat Sertain, obviously. Sauce, yep. obviously. Yep. Jalen Ramsey, obvious. Dendle. See, okay, Jalen. Came back, I don't understand. Out. Okay, yeah, but I don't understand how Jalen, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a name thing. Again, you like. It is a name thing. When people vote on the players on friggin' Twitter. Especially Dolphins fans, you get to sit there and repost all of them. So I think this entire thing is skewed, but Jalen Ramsey's still still a good player and absolutely improved that defense when he did come back. Free safeties, I, Denzel Ward's in there too if I didn't say it. Free safeties, you have Justin Simmons from the Broncos and Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka missed quite a bit of time, so I think that's, that's interesting. Um, but I wouldn't have another player to necessarily put over him. 
And then strong safety, the only one deserved is Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, Kyle's been awesome. He's been an absolute monster, literally from space, absolutely lights out. He could have been a Viking. Thanks, Quasey. Could have been an Eagle, too. We took Nolan Smith instead. Whatever. Uh, long snapper, no one cares about. Punter, A.J. Cole from the Raiders. They got on here. Raiders Somebody. are on here. Uh, kick returner is Marvin Mims. Uh, and then they're just a special teamer, Miles Killebrew. Cool. And then, of course, it's, it's Justin Tucker. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. 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 There's nobody else you're going to pick. Nope. He, he had that a lot in lock before the season started. Yeah, I think for the AFC, I think they pretty much nailed it. It is pretty Dolphins heavy, but they've had a good year. So you can't say too much about it when you don't have, like, you know, Tredavious White and Jordan Poyer didn't have, like, an amazing year. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one quarterback that I'd put in instead of, like, Tua, but I don't I don't really know. Like, you're not going to put in Herbert. He had a no. horrible year. Yeah, plus, he's injured. Yeah. Um. So then it's just Josh Allen. Like, that's really mm. the only other AFC. Because you can't put Flacco in now. It's a little, you know, too soon, too recent. I would like to see how he measured up against Stroud, to be honest. Stroud would have been good, but yeah, Stroud got hurt. Lost he's missed tank. the last couple weeks, but like he's been lights out. Yeah, you know? missed a couple guys. It's like one of those where like, how big is the Texans fan base, and can they have enough likes and retweets to get up there? Yeah, like, that's the uh, yes, challenge. It, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, if you live in Texas, you're probably a Cowboys fan, so you're, it's it's an uphill battle. Uh, but overall, I think they actually did a really really good job for as skewed as we think that it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, yeah, for the most part. Every year, there's a couple that you kind of dis- disagree with, but um. Anything else on that? No. Let's do the weekly picks real quick for week 18, and then I'll get these guys out of here. We're at minute 45. Woo. So, number one, we got Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Lamar's not starting. Yeah, not surprising. Who we got? Uh, sorry, who's at Baltimore and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. at Baltimore. Uh, still going to be Baltimore. I'm going Pittsburgh, actually. But Huntley definitely could win that. I, that was kind of tough for me to pick. But I'm going Pittsburgh. I think they need the win. Uh, we got Houston at Indianapolis, both 9-7. Indianapolis. I went Houston, but that's going to be hard. Uh, we got Tampa Bay at Carolina. Tampa. Tampa, absolutely. We got Cleveland at Cincinnati without Flackle. Flackle. <laughs> Flacco. Um, honestly, still give me uh, the Browns. I went Cincinnati, um, but the Browns defense is awesome. Is it? Is it at? It's in. It's in Cincinnati. Ooh, okay, that changes. Now I'm, so, I'm going to stick with the Browns. That's probably a good idea. Jake Browns been bad. Yeah. Uh, I also picked the Cincinnati because I need to get uh, an extra point in this pick. Them. There we go. Uh, we got Minnesota at Detroit. I'm a homer, and Detroit. I went Minnesota because I need it. But in reality, Detroit's probably going to win. More to play for. Uh, we got the Jets at New England. Jets still. I went New England, but, like, I don't know. This. They stuck up with the Bills, and they threw three picks almost immediately. So I'll give them credit. The 21-27 game, good for them. I feel it. Also, Bill Belichick's most likely last game with the Patriots. That not that crazy? Another end of a big era. Got to end some point. Uh, we got Atlanta at New Orleans. I went Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Atlanta as well. Uh, we got Jacksonville at Tennessee. I went Jacksonville. Same. Dallas at Washington. I went Dallas. Dallas. Seattle at Arizona. I actually went Arizona. Arizona. They're I would hot too. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's hot. home for them. Uh, Philly at the Giants. Still going to be Philly, but I it's going to be a Philly. close game because why not? Yep. Why not? Uh, we got the Rams at San Fran. I went San Fran. I'm going to go Rams here because it's backups. Uh, oh, it's backup, backup? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That'll be f- interesting to watch. We got Chicago against Green Bay. Give me Green Bay still. I at, went Chicago. In, in Chicago. Chicago's hotter. No, it's in Green Bay. In, yeah, I'll still stick with Green Bay then. I think Chicago beat them last time, so Green Bay is definitely going to be uh, 
Yeah, really hot. They're they gonna have, be looking they, for it. They have more to play for. Too, they do have more to but play. But I'm hoping for. it's like what was it two years ago that the Lions came Technically, in? Technically, Chicago's not eliminated. Oh, do they have like a? One it's like in, a half percent chance if like five teams lose, they win, and all. But <laughs> a lot of things have. You have happened. like six teams lose, and they need a tie. Yeah, something like that. Um, it's a three twenty-five game. At the end of the day, sh- Chicago's not going to rest anybody. No, so that's no, what I think. They want to we'll see, see who they have. I think Justin Fields is essentially playing for his job. Kinda, yeah. I honestly, if I was them, I would stick with Fields. I know it's crazy, but I would. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Well, they technically have one more year with Fields, regardless. Yeah, but I mean, they would they would trade him for more. Mm-hmm. And then, like a team that's you know three through four, like a uh, Patriots, for example, would be like, well, we'll just take. that. I think it really depends on what they can get for Fields. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna get a first out of it. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe. But I think probably it'll be a later, not, later they'll probably get a second anything. or a third. Yeah, uh, we got KC at the Chargers. KC, yeah, I went KC. Also, we got Denver at the Vegas. At the Vegas, give me Denver. No, give me Vegas. I went Denver, even though they're not starting Russell. <laughs> I think they have. I, I Sean, honestly, I think the Broncos are definitely going to lose their first round pick for what they just did to, to Russ. And then last game of the week, we got Buffalo at Miami. Me Buffalo. I want Buffalo too. That's going to determine the AFC. That's going to be the most exciting game. Sunday night, stick around. Because they're jumping in the two seed. Whoever wins that game, Miami either keeps it or the Bills end up with a two seed, which yeah. is crazy. It's just crazy because Buffalo has been – they were almost not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They were down bad. They were down bad. I think they were like six and six at some point. Yeah, and after after they lost to the Eagles, they were like, okay, yeah, we got to figure this out. Yeah, they should have beat us They should have won that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm, boneheaded I'm, decisions. I'm man enough to, to admit that. It was bonehead decisions and uh, Gabe Davis. All right. Yeah, Gabe was awesome. Gabe. And I didn't start him that week because I Oh, no, loser. he did awful. He missed that uh, game-winning touchdown, went right into him in overtime, and he turned the opposite direction. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Thanks, right. Gabe. I was thinking of a different game. Uh, okay, that's going to – what puts us at minute 50, so let's get, let's get out of here. Guys, yeah. we'll be back next week, talk about some real playoff implications. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just enjoy the last week of regular season football. If your team's in the playoffs, good luck. If not, hey, that draft is only a couple months away, uh, and free agency is even sooner. So it's going to be a lot of fun coming up here. That being said, we'll talk to you next week. This is Nick signing off. AJ, peace out. On fourth and three.